Welcome, and thank you for listening to the 9-7 Podcast, where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Richard and Mary Robinson. Though we aren't relationship experts, we've learned a lot along the way since 9-7. Hey, hey. Welcome back. Another episode, another podcast. Finally back here, doing this again. It's been a couple of weeks. And and why has it been a couple of weeks? Because we've been very busy. With what? Do you tell, really want to tell the world what's going on in our life? I mean, tell the people <laughs> at least why we miss so many so many weeks. It's what, three weeks now? Yeah, we've we've had a lot of travel. And birthdays. We've had birthdays. February is kinda of chock full month. Is it? For us. Tell it the is. people. Tell the people so, how to hit my pockets. <laughs> So, first we've got my mom's birthday, um, the beginning of the month, and then a few days after that is our little girl's birthday. Mm -hmm. The middle child. She hits us on the 12th, and Mm -hmm. then we've got Valentine's Day. Right after that. Mm -hmm. 14th, and then my birthday Mm -hmm. is exactly seven days after our daughter's birthday on the 19th. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm broke, (laughs) y'all. I mean, I don't ask for much. No, you don't ask for much, but what you ask for and what I feel you deserve or what I want to give you can be two separate things, but it's just what it is. That's very sweet of you. But, yeah, you remember my, my um, love language is not gift-giving anyway, so. Yeah, but mine may be. Yours, like, yours is not gift-giving either, but you do enjoy giving gifts. Yeah. Um. So then... And then in the midst of all of that, we had like a couple of like little road trips that we had to do and taking care of business, taking care of lots of business and big things, you know, on the forefront of our, our futures. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so yeah, that's, that's kind of why we, we missed, you know, a couple of weeks not being able to do episodes. Well, really not not being able to do episodes but really just taking a step back when your life gets super hectic and just trying to find the space and the time for all the things and at this point at least for me at this point in my life you know family kind of ranks really high and I think for quarantine that's happened for a lot of people even though I I feel like I've had this kind of mindset for a while now um that family is uber important. So skipping a couple of episodes to make sure that time could be spent with the family in lieu of all of the things happening or not want, not wanting to de- take away from a day or a particular event, you know, to spend that extra time, you know, maybe without electronics or without screens and just, you know, really indulge in the baby girl's birthday right or really indulging in your birthday Mm -hmm. or really sitting down and just having some couple time on valentine's day right you know those things are important to keep a strong a strong balance so you know that's that's kind of what's been going on with us in a in kind of a quick catch-up i think those things are hyper important And, and what do you think mary I I completely agree. Like, there was a couple times where I was like, man, we really need to record a podcast. But, you know, it was also in those moments where I'm like, man, let me go down here and play some games with the kids. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, you know, Ari's birthday and all she ever wants. She's very much a um, quality time kid. So she just wants you to play with her all day. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, even if it wasn't her birthday, it's like, Mommy, can we play a game in the game closet? Yes, let's play a game in the game closet. Mm-hmm. So, or even our, our son or our oldest daughter, you know, they're like, Oh, can you play Legos with me? Or can I show you this thing I'm trying to build on Swift or mm-hmm. in Swift? Not on mm-hmm. Swift, but in Swift. Swift is a programming language for those of you that don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I agree with you. Yeah, because. I know for me, sometimes the oldest just want to talk. Yeah. And life gets so busy sometimes. You're just like, no, don't talk to me right now. I'm doing five other things for six other people or whatever right. the case may be. And then I need like three minutes for myself. And hopefully I can get to the bathroom and 
all this kind of stuff. But then sometimes I just stop and I'll just sit there. What do you want to talk about? Right. And just let her talk until she's tired of talking, which usually doesn't happen. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever Mm -mm. seen that happen. Mm -mm. (laughs) Usually doesn't happen. It usually gets to a point where, you know, I have to tell her to, to stop. Yeah, that's that's quite true. Um, she will just talk and talk and talk until you tell her to stop. But <laughs> after a while, you know, I think she gets the idea of, okay, that's enough. I think they've had enough. Sometimes yeah. she'll cut herself off mm-hmm. in the middle of a, of a thought. But but it's just about spending the just time. Just about the time, right? It's, it's really what it comes down to. And she has a lot on her little mind. So, right. So sometimes you just got to let her brain dump it all out. Yeah. Just like we do with each other. Yeah. Sometimes we just sit and sit quietly and let the other person babble until they blew in the face mm-hmm. and then that's it and that's it so yeah but all in all that's that's why we've missed a couple of episodes but today um i think the topic is probably going to be various so we might touch on a couple of different things um just because we've had some different things on our mind and um this is part of the journey right at this point we're in season two episode i don't know at this point (laughs) um and you know it's kind of like you know you've guys listened to our journey so far and and now not that you caught up to speed on our total story but at the same time my story is ever evolving yeah and and so it is good sometimes just to like i said have that that time when you can just brain dump to to people and just say what what you've been thinking about and what's been on your mind and things like that. Especially since we haven't had um, a couple of episodes now. You have anything pressing on your mind, darling? Um, as far as pressing on my mind, well, one of the things that I mentioned to you the other day, not for the sake of the podcast, was, but um, nevertheless, we had talked about it in season one, which was love languages like I talked about earlier just briefly just stated love languages but my birthday was fantastic this year Mm. like pray tell (laughs) because like gift giving is not high on my list and I had the epiphany the other day um because a lot of people you mostly have said that I'm hard to buy a gift for but it's really because it's not because I don't appreciate gifts, mm-hmm. but for me, like, you know, if I have the essentials, I don't really, you know, n- need much beyond that. Well, let me. Or let, want even much beyond that. And let me, and let me dive into that a little bit on that statement. The re- And that's precisely well, not precisely, but that's very close to what makes it hard to buy you a gift because your areas of interest are very meta in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't go buy you um, counseling small children. That's not like a thing you can put in a box. It's a very meta thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and even abstract art can be one of those things where it's like, mm, there's a lot at play before you just go buy a piece of abstract art and sometimes even creating it right Mm -hmm. so it is one of those things where it's like you know some of the interests you have are very precise which which doesn't you know lend itself to a wide array of things like you know and and people listening will know you know if you know a sports fan yeah you pretty much know that come you know uh, an event if you if you strapped or you tough or you tight, you can go get them, oh, a Raiders jersey or whatever their favorite team is, you can go get that item for them, you know, and they'll be fine with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if they're a basketball player or if they're a gamer yeah. or if they're a gadget person, you know you can go get something. Now, yes, is it still challenging to find gifts for them? Because at some point... I was going to say, over have, time, then yes, yeah, it is. It is, because, you know, they have all of the mugs, or they have all of the games, or they have all of the whatever. Mm-hmm. The thing is that that person kind of collects. You know right. what I'm saying? But, you know, you still get, in number of years, 
of being like, oh, they don't have this 49ers jacket. I'll buy them this. Mm -hmm. Oh, they just came out with these new sneakers. I'll buy them these new sneakers, yada, 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 on down the list, Mm -hmm. right? But with you and, like, one of your interests being... One of your interests being crafting or something like that, you know what I'm saying? It makes it very difficult because it's like, what crafting supplies do you buy a crafter, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, Just different things like that. So I think it's interesting, you know, because it is something that, you know, I would bang my head against the wall about, (laughs) you know, what, three times a year? Your birthday, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day. Christmas, our, so. our anniversary, yeah. Christmas, um, teacher appreciation. So was that six times a year? Mm-hmm. But so yes to all of that. Mm-hmm. There's no like converse to that. Mm-hmm. But what I discovered is my love language. Love language is like my top two. If you speak to those, then it's fantastic. And that's exactly what you did this year. Like, you completely spoke to my top two love languages. Because, yes, you gave me gifts and the gifts were fantastic. Like, really appreciated. You paid attention to things that I've said over the last couple of months or even years. Um, things that I've, you know, been interested in maybe doing or you um, honed in on, I, I'm a sneakerhead and there's a particular sneaker that I really, really like that mm-hmm. comes in tons of colors. So you kind of honed in on that, grabbed me a couple pair of those, ecstatic. But not even the gifting, the things that really spoke to my love languages, acts of services and quality time. Mm-hmm. Because what you did was you and the kids made sure that I didn't have to do anything on my birthday that Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. So you took the time to have them, you and them, clean the whole house. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't have to lift a finger. Like, not one finger. So, like, the whole house was clean, um, upstairs, downstairs, kitchen, like, everything. Not only that, but you had our oldest cook breakfast. So, even though you had meetings in the morning um, for work, I still didn't have to cook anything. Like, she cooked breakfast. You guys um, fixed lunch. Um and you guys fixed dinner mm-hmm. and did a great job. Mm-hmm. You Chef fi- boy, are you short over here? <laughs> you fixed um, over for breakfast. Amari fixed chocolate chip pancakes, mm-hmm. which is what I requested because I really do enjoy those. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember what we had for lunch, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a salad for lunch that you fixed for me, my chopped salad mm-hmm. for me. And then for dinner, you fixed, at my request, chicken and broccoli, um, linguine alfredo. Mm -hmm. No, shrimp. I'm sorry, shrimp. You're right. Shrimp, broccoli, linguine alfredo. And you had um, Cheesecake Factory bread Mm -hmm. that we found that they have in the grocery store now. That was like the most amazing find because we love that bread. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not big bread people, but that, you know, is like a, a really nice treat type of bread. And so you you and the um you and the kids fixed that for me for dinner and it was fantastic. You did a really good job with that. And so like acts of service all day, hands down, it was like the best. But then on top of that, you know, my other top um love language, language. is quality time so even in the midst of our day i was able to spend some time with you know the kids playing games in the morning after breakfast and things like that um and then in the middle of the afternoon you know we just told 
told Amari, like, hey, watch your little brother and little sister. And we got to come upstairs and watch WandaVision in the Mm -hmm. middle of the day instead of having to wait until 10 o'clock on a Friday night. We got to actually watch it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and be fully awake and no no, um, chance of being too sleepy to finish it. But it was just really nice. And then we got to go for a walk that day. So it was like a lot of the quality time checks out. Oh, and that night was, um, was it a Keep Your Distance comedy or was that Tony Baker and Friends? Keep Your Distance. So it was a Keep Your Distance comedy night because we've gone to every single one of those Mm -hmm. um, online comedy shows. If you haven't, you know, been to one or patronized that brand, you should. It's It's a good time. Um, but, and we got to do that, that evening, even though I did fall asleep on that. Cause it was just like one of those really just like chill, like it was the best birthday. Super relaxing. And so after about, it only, it starts on the East coast at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So at about, I'm sure it was 1030, I was out, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but we did get to, I got to go back the next day in the evening and watch it. So that was really nice too. So it was like a little extension of that part of my, my birthday, but because the gifts you gave me that day really spoke to my love languages, it was great. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let me just. Um, so when they listen to it, they hear their names. Let me shout out the kids for doing a great <laughs> job, uh, because no no parent can really plan to have their kids, especially when you're dealing with siblings. I'm learning um, as an only child for them to have a no fussing. No, they weren't fussing. No bickering. No, that's mine. Nope. Kind of just all. chill, relaxed day like. No one had a spasm. Nobody nope. did something to someone else intentionally. No one got somebody else worked up and and all that kind of stuff. The stuff that they just do to each other on mm-hmm. the average day, they they took a break from that on that day, which I'm sure added to your ability. It to, was to just, just nice because they, I didn't have to put out any fire, so mm-mm. to speak. We could Mm -hmm. sit and, like, play, and they were playing, like, well. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't uh, drama. No patching (laughs) holes in the wall. We don't have to do that anyway. (laughs) But, I mean, there was just no drama. There was no, but he said, and she said, and I won, and no, look, and look at here, and Mm -hmm. take that. That's mine. Mm, It wasn't any of that that Mm -hmm. day. So, it was just really, really nice. It was, like, a... Top five birthday for yeah. real. Yeah, that's that's pretty special. The that's only thing that special. I didn't get to do that I wanted to do was I wanted um, Amari to take pictures of me on but, the beach. Yeah, or at the water. I never said the beach. You uh, kept saying the beach. Where else is there water? <laughs> there's rivers. There's oh, lakes. creeks and streams. <laughs> streams. Well, for that we could have made a puddle out. Front. Oh boy, it was plenty of puddle. All that snow we had. <laughs> But um, that was another thing, all the snow we had over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But um, I didn't get to do that because it was... Cold, It was really cold. No, it was was cold and and snowy. Yeah. Like, we got to go for a little bit of a walk, but it was was really cold and white outside. It Mm was... No, it snowed that day. Because remember the picture that I took? It had snow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, in the afternoon, it was snowing. Uh, So, it was too cold to be going outside by some water. So yeah, by everybody's account, but yeah. yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm glad that you enjoyed it so much, and um, we were able to put that together because, um, you know, those kind of things are never very they're never very easy to coordinate, and right. and I is not lost on me how hard birthdays can be to coordinate because I only have to coordinate yours. Truth. You do four <laughs> other people's birthdays every year. I only have to coordinate your birthday and Mother's Day and anniversary sometimes. Yeah, I was I don't say even, anniversary. I, I kind of do that too. Yeah, I don't. I mean, do you, that every you might time. go out of your way to try to. I mean, before the Rona, you would go out of your way to try to like 
you know, say we're going to go this place and so-and-so is going to watch the kids or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I will pitch in, but what I'm saying is the other four birthdays are something you orchestrate completely on your own with your your mind and the kids. Mm -hmm. And that's not an easy feat. And that's not lost on me that that's not an easy feat. Right. But yeah, so that was a, it was a great day. No, that's good. That's good. What else has been on your mind? Um, I had a lot of fun doing Ari's birthday this year, too. If we're going to talk birthdays a little bit. Mm, talk about whatever you want to talk about. I already prefaced the people that we going to be talking. Because <laughs> we did something a little bit different because it's, you know, Corona. I still want her to feel special. So, you know, every year since our kids were infants, I always do a birthday photo shoot with them. Um, myself, because I, I dabble in photography. I've done quite a few photo shoots, um, mainly for family, things like that. Um, just a hobby that I have, not something that I necessarily want to take on the road, as they call it. But um, <laughs> That's what they call it? <laughs> Is that but what I they enjoy, call it? you know, photographing the special events <laughs> and special birthdays and things like of that nature for our kids and um, family members that desire that. And so, um, we of course did her birthday photos and they all get to pick their outfits except my, our little guy. He don't really care. He'd just be like, put me in something cute. And Mm -hmm. that's it. But, um, I did her photos and she, you know, pinked it up just like I figured she would. Mm -hmm. But then for her birthday, I did like a little zoom paint party with her and some friends. So we had three different states. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very cool. Yeah. So we had three states worth of friends and on Zoom. And I shipped to them all of their needed supplies. And mm-hmm. we had a good time doing that. And she had lots of fun and talking to her friends that she hasn't been able to see in person for a while. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I had fun too because, you know, their friends, parents are our friends. So it was mm-hmm. nice, to, <laughs> mm-hmm. nice to, to be able to see them too and chit chat, even though, you know, we kind of keep up a little better than the kids do. But yeah, it was nice. It yeah. was nice fun. And then they were able to, you know, give us their, um, not give us, but show us the work that they did. Mm-hmm. So that was fun too to see, um, you know little kids be creative that's always fun to, yeah. to watch you know their little creativity come out and they you know the way they organize colors if you're artistic minded you you think it's fun yeah. to, to watch other people put colors together yeah. and stuff so that i'm was, even thinking about um packaging that up mm, new product alert yeah, new, new product, product alert. alert find on the website soon just a couple logistical things but Mm -hmm. it will be out there Mm -hmm. that's look that's what product development is right Mm -hmm. part of dream building yep speaking of we've been doing a lot of that what dream building Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. explain what you how you define dream building just you know things that you want to accomplish it's more some people would call it goal setting but to me it's like building a dream Mm mm-hmm like so you go get in the bed you fall asleep <laughs> you fluffy cloud i said it's and like then... goal setting you know? oh okay, okay i was just making sure we had a, a clear definition but yeah we we've been doing a lot of that dream dream building and in, in different um you know business ventures and yeah. things going on in the robinson house um praying a lot how do you how do you feel about dream building like how do you approach it well, before I tell what my perspective is on that, what it, what is how would you answer that question? Mm. Well, that that's a good question. Like my perspective on dream building and my approach to it is trying to kind of like uh, you ever heard of like authors talk about writing a novel backwards to front? Yeah, I used to do that. I just always knew the end of my papers and stories before I wrote the beginning. That's a special prophetic state to be in because I used to just (laughs) write my papers and hope 
I could bring them to a <laughs> some kind of real conclusion. But um, you know, it's kind of like that. Like you know, like I feel like I can envision the end state, mm-hmm. and then I can talk to you about the end state, and you help me clarify what that is right so if i say you know like we're building an app right Mm -hmm. and i say this is the app and this is what i think i wanted to do blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then you'll say but what about this or how you're going to do that and it and it's not meant as a roadblock but as a clarifying statement Mm -hmm. so then i can say you're right the app will absolutely do this thing Mm -hmm. and it just helps to make the vision more clear i think once I have that set as a dream, my next step is to try to work from that point backwards. Okay. Before I can do this, I need to do this. Before I can do that, I need to do this. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you go, oh, I need to go to the store. Well, before I go to the store, I got to find my keys. Once I find my keys, I got to put my shoes on. But the end state is going to the store. You but know how, do you, how do you get to the idea of the thing that you want to even go down that path on so like that's a good question for like me it's usually an idea that persists Mm. you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. like it keeps coming up it keeps coming up over and over like there have been plenty of ideas over the years that i've had and they would just fizzle out like like uh, they're fleeting yeah like Mm -hmm. that's a great idea and then it's it's like it's whatever or you (laughs) try to pursue it but then it's like nah this you, isn't working like i thought it would that's a, like like you lack the motivation to push right. through the hurdles right. or it's like so much so much minutia in there that you're like oh i hadn't really thought about that part and i don't really have the means means meaning money or time time or Energy. I don't know who to contact or mm-hmm. how to even do this one little part mm-hmm. of it. And so then it goes away. But then there's other things where it's just persistent. Like, oh, man, th- this thing keeps popping up into my mind. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is like, okay, this must be like a God idea. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, the Lord won't let me forget about that thing. Mm-hmm. So it must be something that I'm supposed to pursue. Mm, okay. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I said a lot of praying involved because there's been plenty of ideas that you and I both have had and we've, you know, bounced the ideas off of each other. Mm-hmm. But there's only been a few, a few in the realm of like a lot, but still mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that we actually like, yes, that thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, even... You know, the faith walk in moving when we moved was, mm-hmm. it was something that was persisting. Like, we knew there was something that we were supposed to do next. Mm-hmm. We had, the idea was already in our mind because it was like, I mean, something's not, it's not churning the way it's supposed to be churning. And then we had some other, we had other opportunities pop up. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the opportunity for the West Coast. We had opportunity for Texas. We have, you know, all mm-hmm. these, but we were like, ah, that's not it. Mm-hmm. But then when the one opportunity really came that we, it was like, oh, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's and so one. it's kind of like that has happened a lot in, in different pursuits too. Now, now let's be clear though. You do have a gift of discernment when it comes to these situations. That's true. Because you'll, as we approach certain situations, you'll say, oh, this just doesn't feel right. Or this is not going to end the way we would hope it's going to end. And sometimes you'll say that in the beginning. And uh, I can be stubborn sometimes and be like, no, we're going to push through anyway. And then sometimes what I've learned over the years is to kind of heed the warning, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, read the tea leaves, as they would say. And, um, you know, it's been working out really well, you know, in those different moments. So Mm -hmm. so that's one thing. I can do that with people, too. Yeah, but that's one thing that (laughs) you have as an advantage in the 
you know, dream building scenario, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, of, oh, here's the end state, and you'll start down the path and go, ooh, something, this isn't, this doesn't feel well, and that hesitation will also cause you to pull back, right. which probably has saved us infinite amount of money or bad investments, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I did want to call that out that, you know, you're not blindly walking into these things. You do have that that, that gifting that is very powerful in, in, in some of these situations. Well, thank you, boo. Mm-hmm. It's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. I can imagine. Yeah. But um, you were saying that they're persistent. These, yeah, these. the ideas persist. And so then it's like, okay, we're definitely supposed to pursue this. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, even the platform that we're recording, our, our, our podcasting platform, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, we did it. You well, you did it. Mm-hmm. You built it from the ground up mm-hmm. um, for our church. Mm-hmm. You know, to try to make things a little bit easier when they were uploading podcasts. And this is pre pre COVID. Yeah, so this was seven ten years ago. Ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, somewhere and, around there. And just to clarify, when she says platform, meaning not the podcast itself. But when we finish recording, we edit and then we put the podcast somewhere for it to be distributed through the channels. Right. The place where we put it was the thing that we we built from the ground right. up. And and that was a persistent idea because we had done it and you had said, you should package this up. Yeah, it should be packaged up. We and then be. I didn't. <laughs> and it took a while of me saying, you should package that up. I mean, in a while, I mean, like five years <laughs> like if it took seven years ago we we launched it um with our church just you know as mm-hmm. like a little pilot hey, here you guys use it it was a pilot it, it wasn't a pilot you built it just for them oh yeah true. just for the true. church and they ended up being a pilot like it shifted into that once we once i really had um pushed enough to mm-hmm. say no you should package this thing up mm-hmm. um and then at that point it became the pilot that's when we started talking about well what features do you wish it had what you know that type mm-hmm. of thing like what would make it easier and then you built a few more things to to um enhance the experience and then um we finally put it out there as a marketable product mm-hmm. um and we have some people mm-hmm. utilizing it hopefully yep. more and more over yep. the course of we this got, year we got people on the platform yeah. which is dope you know Helping people um, get their voice out to yep. be heard, you know, casting got, dot gather dot me. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes in case you want to check it out. Shameless plug. Right. But that's one of those persistent ideas. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, because even the initial idea was, oh, you want to do a podcast? Okay, I know a little bit about that. Let's see what we can do. And mm. then it was... Okay, now you send it, it. It went from them always sending us the audio and us uploading it to us showing them this long process, and then you being like, Oh, wait a minute, this can be a lot less arduous. Yeah, mm-hmm. the steps don't need to be this difficult mm-hmm. if you do XYZ, and then you know, it eventually grew to be this very like one step type of process. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, you're just sitting on that. That's really great material. Why is it that we aren't trying to push that out? Mm -hmm. And that was a persistent idea. Mm -hmm. Like, and it grew over time. It definitely wasn't a one night, let me just sit up and create this This thing. thing. It was, it grew. Yeah, it definitely came over some time. But to, to answer your question about the dream state and how I get there of, of seeing where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really comes from um, something that stuck with me since I was a kid, which is um, have a childlike mind, mm-hmm. which means live in a world where everything's possible and you're not limited because of 
your position or your place or any of that if you can if you can see it if you can dream it if you can think it then at some level it's achievable and Mm -hmm. then going through the steps of asking yourself and this is where a lot of um self-reflection comes in Mm -hmm. because you got to ask yourself and be honest with yourself around tough questions Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because even like with your example with with casting mm-hmm. right am i gonna stay up you know i'm working a day job i come home i'm with my family they go to bed now am i gonna stay up the extra hours to work on this to help bring this thing to life you know what i'm saying even though like you said i had built that first version of it for the church mm-hmm. i got a blueprint mm-hmm. but now am i going to take that blueprint and attempt to scale it up mm-hmm. to you know something that's commercially viable you know what i'm saying that's a real question you got to ask yourself because right. you like those are hours i could be sleeping you know and then i got to get up and go to work and repeat that process you know what I'm saying am i really going to do that right and then if that's a yes then it's the next tough question and the next tough question. You know what I'm saying? Like, what happens if somebody has an issue? Am I going to be, you know, willing to get up at 3 a.m. Yep. to fix that issue? Right. If a customer is unhappy, am I going to be willing to deal with that unhappy customer or blah, blah, blah. And you just go down the list. And then as you, once you come to enough yeses and you start on the journey, then periodically you got to ask yourself, those same tough questions so for me it's like go through those here's the idea start to dissect the idea ask myself these tough questions whilst dissecting you see what i'm saying because if i would have got to man i'm not gonna stay up the extra three hours a night to build this thing then the idea is already dead in the water yeah you know what i'm saying so I, I haven't even burnt any my time or your time or anything with that. Mm-hmm. But if I get through all of that, then as I'm building it and new revelations come through, like, man, once I put this out, if somebody's having an issue, I'm going to have to fix it. Then either I got a solution, that new scenario and mm-hmm. say, hmm, can I get some interns? Can I this? Can I that? Right. Or say. Nope, I'm going to set up this email address and have them email that and then I'll fix the problem, blah, blah, blah. And and you got to, you know, really determine if you're going to be that one because both of them take work. That's the truth. Both of them take work. Either A, I'm going to be attentive and listening to my customers and get up and fix the problem. Or B, I'm going to put in the work to find the interns and have enough interns that when an email comes in, one of them can fix the problem. But right. then I got to give them oversight and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, yeah, that's kind of my approach to it. I see it. I start to dissect it, which is giving me the steps to accomplish it. And I'm asking myself these tough questions and really being honest with myself. Because yeah. I think sometimes you get a good idea and you get so excited about the idea, you don't ask yourself the tough questions. And you're not honest with yourself right. about the answers. You And you... you try to fool yourself which is weird but it happens uh, a lot of people do it yeah try to fool yourself into believing that yeah yeah we can do this and mm-hmm. the next thing you know that grand idea of learning how to paint like bob ross <laughs> and all your supplies and stuff sitting in the mm-hmm. corner, corner getting dusty <laughs> right right so now you out of time you out of money right. you out of effort and you know sometimes you know in those scenarios you burn bridges you have friends that would you might have a friend that's yep. a really good painter yep. that was like, oh, I can't wait to do this, blah, blah, blah. And now you're just like, no, I don't want to do it no more. And they're just like, oh, see, I was really excited about this. And now you kind of burn me on it. So the next time you show up with an idea yep. and you're like, hey, will you help me get my idea off the ground? They're like, uh, well, yeah. last time. Or they utilize your skill and then they tell you that they want to keep utilizing your skill and then they don't keep utilizing your skill and then you're like, well, forget you then. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. So that's a lot of things around around dream building. But yeah, we've been doing some dream building and, and like you said, the prayer part is a big part because, you know, a big part of dream building is that faith component, you yeah. know. So the dream and the end state is a play on faith because it's something not yet seen or realized Mm -hmm. 
and then you're doing the work by putting your hand to the plow and you're doing the work. So that prayer piece is important because you, you know, you pray, you know, am I doing the right thing? Right. Keep me on the right path. Because we all only got the same 24 hours. Yep. So we can only just, you know, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this thing. I feel like I'm being led this direction. I'm just asking that you would just put your super on my natural. Yeah. As, as we've heard several times. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, just help me out. Make sure that I'm staying in the right, right, right zone here. Mm-hmm. And just that I'm, I'm doing the right thing and, and guide my path, mm-hmm. you know, guide my hands and things like that. And it helps. It helps, you know, from a relationship perspective. That one, I can bounce these ideas off of you with, you know, in a realm of psychological safety. I can show up and literally say, I had this idea. I think I'm going to become a rocket scientist. And you will listen to that idea seriously and give me the appropriate feedback. Mm -hmm. You know, and we have built that psychological safety with each other to be able to do that, which is hyper important. Because if you don't, then you could run into a situation where you come home and I have random rocket parts (laughs) in the garage. And now you're like, why do you have rocket parts in the garage? And I was, oh, I'm going to become a rocket scientist. Right. And now you're like, where did this even come from? I had no idea this was a thing. How much money have you spent on these rocket parts? Is this even legal? Like, it's a ton of questions that instantly need to be asked. So, that's that's very important and i think it gives us insight into you know kind of where your headspace is too yep. you know when you have that safety to say this is what i've been dreaming about this is an endeavor i want to go on what do you think about that and that other person not chastise you or criticize you right into oblivion where you feel safe to bring up those things right do i provide that for you yes you do do you come with a lot of ideas? Um, I probably have more that I... I probably don't say as many as I think of. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why is that? I just... Sometimes it's like a fleet... Like you just said, like a fleeting... Like we like we just said, like a fleeting thought. Uh-oh. Where it's like, that's a cool idea. But then it's like, girl, you ain't doing nothing with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of that already. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's some that, you know... Again, like those persistent ones where they'll come up and then they'll fizzle away. And for me, I have a fear of, I guess it's the fear of like the work involved with putting yourself behind an idea. Mm. Because I feel like, you know, I'm, right now it's like it's been a real transitionary period in my life where my focus has changed quite a bit mm-hmm. and actually it's something you helped me to understand and realize about myself last week where it was we were talking and you were like you know the fact that I'm with the kids all day mm-hmm. every day and this isn't because of corona this is you know the life we this chose is the life that we, we've chosen mm-hmm. so you know I've, I've been used to having an our oldest was she's a few years older than our second and mm-hmm. then our second and third are very close mm-hmm. so i've been used to having to run behind a toddler or an infant for like five years mm-hmm. but now they're getting at an age where after we finish with school during the day i don't have to be right on top of them as much mm-hmm. which is leaving me with time again that I didn't haven't had for like the last seven eight eight nine years Mm -hmm. because you know when when I first started homeschooling it was just our oldest Mm -hmm. and then that first year when she was in kindergarten I had we had our our second Mm -hmm. and then the next year we had our third and then from then until basically now like Mm -hmm. around this school year Mm-hmm. I've had to really be on top of a kid all the time because 
where are they because what are they doing little kids you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. if you got one you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? or if you hang around one if you got a cousin or something mm-hmm. you know what that means infant like, toddler they could be anywhere into anything up until they turn about five mm-hmm. and so our son the baby is five the baby about to be six mm-hmm. and is at the age where you don't really have to be like on top of them. On top of them. Don't eat that. Take that out your mouth. Don't touch that. You can hurt yourself. Stop jumping. Don't fall down the steps. Like those, all of those conversations are pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I haven't had the opportunity to cultivate something just for me for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a culture shock, <laughs> <laughs> a personal shock. Because it's like, oh wait, I really do have time. Because I would be, I would try, and you know, I've never not tried, tried. and it just mm-hmm. would never be successful. And, I, and rather than keep living through the frustration of, I'm never going to be able to finish this thing. Mm-hmm. I just stopped mm-hmm. and just leaned into the, I'm a mom of a toddler and two toddlers and a school age child and an infant and a toddler. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like. I just leaned into that. And so now having to reshift my thinking again and actually be able to sit through a course like I did on Sunday mm-hmm. and just sit through a course and learn something new and print a certificate. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. this is a three-hour course. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, I'm a very quick reader and things like that. So it didn't take me quite three hours, but... Mm-hmm. But it's still a three-hour online course. It was a three-hour online course that I nailed. Mm-hmm. That you wouldn't have been able to that do. That I wouldn't have been able to do last even, year. Yeah, I agree. Say, at this time. Even a year ago. Yeah, when the pandemic started. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been um, an interesting couple of months, yeah. I'll say. Mm-hmm. And having that realization. And first realizing, man, what is going on? Why am I... Why do I feel like I'm spinning wheels all of a sudden and then when you brought that up i was like wow you know what that's exactly right because mm-hmm. now now school ends and even for me you know we've been i've been working from home a year now mm-hmm. you know even for me a little I, over a year actually yeah i can see the difference of you know having a break between meetings or something like that and coming downstairs to get you know my tea or something like that and it's right at school time and then coming back in the office coming out at lunch just when school's over and it's like wait so school's over and amari's you know on her computer doing some programming stuff or something like that ari might be on the computer with pbs kids or something Mm -hmm. like that and then we got bud you know quietly sitting down playing with his legos or on his iPad or something like that, and they're just quiet. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking for you, and you're like in your office doing something or something. I'm like, oh, everybody's content and into the things that they're into. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the kids are starting to explore their own interests. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this is amazing. Cause I remember when the pandemic first started, I'm coming downstairs and, you know, buds into something yeah and it's like oh what is he into now or him and ari don't had a, a little They've sibling spat, yeah. you know over over a toy or something like that and it's just watching that not necessarily go away completely but watching the frequency of it yeah drop has been a real interesting a real interesting piece and and it's one of those things where i'm like man so this does change over time it's almost like how it felt if you listen to the first season when Amari was first born mm-hmm. and I was just like, does this ever end? <laughs> she would, cause she wouldn't sleep through the night. And I was just like, when is this over? You know what I'm saying? And it's like a slow, it's like a, a steep drop off too. It's like, you're doing it and you're like, when? And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh snap. It's over. Like it's, whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> and then you got to readjust and things like yeah. that. So, it's real interesting. I think it's going to be real interesting as we go through this season of the podcast to get more of those insights into motherhood. Because I think that's one of those things that doesn't get talked about a lot. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're a stay-at-home mom and then suddenly the kids become a little more autonomous, do you have a crisis of I'm not needed as much mm-hmm. as I was before? Things like that, which which really, you know, as a stay-at-home mom dedicating, you know, your entire day, not necessarily your whole life, but your entire day to the betterment of these people. Right. You know, and then they stop. And then the little pieces start to pull back as they become a little more independent or a little more this, you know. I'm I'm interested to hear your thoughts on how that affects your psyche at some point in the future. We have to add that to the list of um, episode topics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. Well, this has been fun. Way to jump back in there. Yeah, just a little bit of a hodgepodge slash dream building conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. You got any more thoughts for the people? No, man. Just glad to be back. Glad you guys are still listening to Richard and Mary. Mm-hmm. Hope you've liked all of our social media posts. You get to see a little bit of our personality mm-hmm. on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Red Neon. <laughs> Red Neon Forever. Yep. If you haven't listened to that episode, you really should. I, I listen to it and crack up at, at the story that I already know what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then in the show notes, I'll definitely put links to our social media. And I'll drop in a link to casting um, for any anybody listening that has been inspired by us that want to start a podcast. I recommend that platform um, very highly. <laughs> Very, very highly Very highly. And then be on the lookout for Grub Trucks. Google it, search it, and maybe you'll find us. that's another thing we've been dreaming about. Another dream we're building. I'll put the link to that in the show notes also. Oh, and I mean, if we're going to drop, we might as well drop it all. So Mm -hmm. our daughters have a website also. Oh, um, Amariari. com, where they sell their little merch and all the things on there that's in the MRI collection they create and make themselves so um, if you buy from them know that little hands are making it for you with the supervision of their mom (laughs) yeah yeah because you know shirt presses get really hot so I I do that part but the rest of it they do yep yep so yeah and there's a sale running right now if you want to oh yeah yeah as of this episode (laughs) right yep I forgot about that yeah, so that's all the things. So that's a little bit on dream building, a little bit on where we've been the last couple of weeks. If you're uh, uh, a regular listener, we appreciate you um, listening to us on a regular basis. And outside of that, catch us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. 9-7-Podcast. And on Facebook. 9-7-Podcast. Yep. <laughs> I was testing you there. I was testing. Good job. You passed. And and again, thanks everyone for listening. Have a great day. Like, subscribe, comment on your podcast streaming platforms. Have a great great day, guys. (laughs)